Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shutter Radio. I am your host for the evening, Mike Q. And this is your source for all things spooky and unsettling. Today's topic is a fear that plagues many of us. Spiders. Why are humans so afraid of these eight-legged creatures? Is it their sharp fangs? Their creepy crawlies? Or the mere thought of them lurking in the shadows? We'll explore these questions and more. But first, let me set the scene. As I speak to you now, there's a spider infestation happening in the studio. That's right, these creatures are crawling all around me, and I can't help but feel a little unsettled. But fear not, dear listeners, because we're going to face our fears together and learn a thing or two about these fascinating arachnids. Duh! Oh my god, there's a spider right in front of me. Okay, deep breath. (sighs) I'm a professional. I can handle this. So why are humans so afraid of spiders? Is it a primal instinct, a learned behavior, or a combination of both? (gasps) Okay, sorry, I got a little distracted there. As I was saying, some scientists believe that our fear of spiders is actually hardwired into our brains, dating back to early evolution. So what do you think, listeners? Do you share this fear of spiders, or are you more fascinated by them? Oh, hi there, little guy. You're actually kind of cute, in a creepy way. Did you know that spiders are one of the most diverse group of animals on the planet, with over 40,000 different species? Some are harmless, while others can be venomous and deadly. But even the deadliest spiders like the Black Widow or the Brown Recluse don't actually want to harm humans. They only bite in self-defense or they feel threatened. Alright little guy, you can go on your web now. Thanks for the visit. <clears throat> Sorry about that folks, as you can see the spider infestation is really getting to me. But let's try to learn something from this experience. Do you know that spiders are actually incredibly important for the ecosystem? They help control the population of other insects like mosquitoes and flies, and they even play a huge role in pollination. (laughs) Alright, you're getting a little too comfortable now. Maybe we should wrap this up before the spiders take over completely. We're going to go ahead and start our first record for the evening. And it's called The Human Spider. Enjoy. I couldn't help but feel a sense of excitement mixed with fear. I had always been a fan of horror movies and spooky stories, but this was different. The idea of seeing real life freaks and oddities was both thrilling and unnerving. As I made my way through the dimly lit tent, I could hear the distant sound of eerie music and the murmur of the crowd. The air was thick with the smell of popcorn and cotton candy, but there was also a faint odor of decay that I couldn't quite place. The first attraction I came across was a man with a snake for a tongue. 
He flicked it in and out of his mouth, hissing at the audience. I felt a shiver run down my spine as I imagined what it would be like to have a snake slithering around in my own mouth. Next, I saw a woman with two heads. One head seemed to be asleep, while the other stared out at the audience with a vacant expression. I couldn't help but wonder if they were aware of each other, or if there were two separate entities sharing one body. As I continued through the circus, I saw a man with no legs who crawled around on his hands and knees. A woman with three eyes that blinked independently. And a pair of conjoined twins joined at the hip. The freaks were both fascinating and terrifying, but what really scared me were the clowns. They weren't your typical friendly circus clowns. These clowns had twisted gross faces and sinister grins. They moved through the crowd, silently handing out balloons and making eye contact with each person in turn. I tried to avoid the clowns as much as possible, but they seemed to be everywhere. I felt like I was being watched, even when I couldn't see them. The main event of the circus was a performance by a man known as the Human Spider. And this is where things take a turn. He climbs up a tall, thin pole without any safety equipment, using nothing but his bare hands and feet as he climbed higher and higher. The audience gasped and cheered, but then something went wrong. The man slipped and fell, his body crashing to the ground with a sickening thud. I watched in horror as the other performers rushed to his side, trying to revive him. But it was too late. The human spider was dead. The crowd quickly dispersed, but I couldn't shake the feeling of unease that lingered in the air. As I made my way back to my car, I felt like something was following me. I turned around, but there was no one there. As I drove away, I couldn't help but think about the freaks and the clowns and the human spider. They had all been strange and unsettling, but somehow, I couldn't stop thinking about him. Days turned into weeks, and weeks turned into months, but the memory of the horror freak show circus stayed with me. I found myself wondering what had become of the performers and if they were still out there, wandering from town to town, spreading fear and dread wherever they went. I remember the screams of the audience as the human spider lay motionless on the ground, blood pooling around him. The ambulance arrived quickly, but it was too late. The human spider was pronounced dead at the scene. I would get flashbacks like this from time to time. Years went by and I had long since forgotten about the freak show and the tragic accident that had occurred there. But one night, as I laid in bed, I heard a strange scratching coming from the window. As nothing more than a tree branch or a stray cat. But the sound persisted. 
As I approached the window to investigate, I froze in terror, there clinging to the side of my house was a human spider. His skin was pale and clammy and his eyes were sunken in and lifeless. I tried to scream but no sound came out. The human spider began to climb up the side of my house, his long spindly limbs moving in an unnatural jerking motion. I could hear his labor breathing. of his nails against the wood as he approached my window. I tried to back away, but my feet seemed to be rooted to the spot. The human spider reached the window and stared at me with his dead eyes. I could see the fear and pain in his expression, and I knew that he was not at rest. From that night on, I was haunted by the human spider. Everywhere I went, I could feel his presence lurking in the shadows. I would catch glimpses of him out of the corner of my eye, always watching me. As time went on, the sightings became more and more frequent and more terrifying. The human spider seemed to be getting stronger more aggressive. He would scratch at my windows and doors trying to find a way in. I tried to tell myself that it was all in my head, that the human spider was nothing more than a figment of my imagination, but the scratches on my window and the scuff marks on my walls were all too real. I saw help from my doctors and psychologists but none of them could explain what was happening to me. They dismissed my fears as irrational and suggested I seek therapy, but therapy did nothing to alleviate my terror. One night, I woke up to find the human spider standing at the foot of my bed. His eyes were filled with rage and pain and his skin was covered with a thick layer of cobwebs. I tried to scream, but the sound was caught in my throat. The human spider began to crawl up to the side of my bed. His fingers digging into the mattress as he moved closer to me. He whispers in my ear. My soul wants to rest. I closed my eyes and prayed for it to be over. But when I opened them again, the human spider was gone. I was left alone in my dark room, trembling with fear. What I had later discovered was shocking. The human spider, Edward, had been buried improperly in an unmarked grave by a sleazy carny ringleader who had taken advantage of the tragedy to make a quick buck. The ringleader had promised to give the human spider's family and friends a proper burial, but instead he had cut corners, burying him in the cheapest coffin, in a forgettable corner of the cemetery where the graves would flood during the rain, an abandoned cemetery that I'm pretty sure the county was not aware of. No proper service was ever held 
no families or friends had the chance to say goodbye. I knew I had to do something. I couldn't let Edward's memory be tarnished like this. I began a quest to track down his remains and give him the proper burial he deserved. But it was a long and difficult journey. Eventually, I found the ringleader who had buried the human spider. He was an old man now. He lived in an abandoned mansion in the woods. His carny days long behind him. But he still remembers the tragedy vividly. When I told him what I wanted, he was hesitant at first, but I explained to him that I would give up his location to people looking for him and that I needed to give Edward, the human spider, a proper burial. He relented. Together we went to the cemetery where Edward had been buried. It was a desolated place, overgrown with weeds and forgotten by time. The ringleader led me to the spot where he had buried Edward, and we began to dig. It wasn't long before we found the coffin. It was old and decayed, but inside was the remains of Edward, the human spider. It was a sobering moment. Seeing this one great man reduced to a pile of bones and dust. But I was determined to give him the send off he deserved. With the help of some of his old friends from the freak show and remaining family members. We organized a proper funeral for Edward. We invited everyone who had known him from his fellow performers to his fans. And we gave him a send off that was fitting for a legend. In the end, was a bittersweet moment. I was glad that I was able to give Edward, the man known as the human spider, the proper burial he deserved. But I couldn't help to think how he had been forgotten for so long. His death had been a tragedy, but his memory had been obscured by time and neglect. As I stood there watching the coffin being lowered into the ground, I made a promise to myself I would never forget Edward, the human spider. And I would make sure that his memory lived on. He had been a true hero and he deserved to be remembered as such. As for the ringleader, he disappeared into the woods and nobody ever saw him again. That's all for today's show, folks. I hope you enjoy our spire-filled adventure and learn something new about these fascinating creatures. Remember, just because something scares us doesn't mean it's worth fearing. Sometimes, it's worth taking a closer look and discovering the beauty and complexity that lies beneath the surface. Until next time, stay curious and keep shuddering. <laughs>